For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Determination comes in many forms, but always starts with a Dunkin' Run. So take your medium or larger coffee in one hand and grab a dollar donut in the other. No matter how you run, Dunkin' Run. A $1 donut with any medium or larger coffee. Excludes specialty donuts and fancies. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. All right, welcome into On My Block, the Green Bay Packer podcast. I'm your host, Amon Green, along with my good friend and pal, Mike Wall. Man, Mike, how you doing? I'm good, brother. Man, I've been uh, watching this college basketball NCAA tournament kicked off last week. I tried to start my bracket, but I, I logged in too late to the ESPN app. <laughs> I can't even lie to you, man. By the time I figured it out, there was like two games. It was like two two days of games going. I was like, oh, right. what's going on? I was totally out of it. Like my, uh, I have you know, I, I think you heard of Discord. Yeah. Have you heard of that? So I'm in my mm-hmm. Discord for my Twitch channel, and everybody because we did fantasy football. I congratulated the winner there. That's just how late I'm I'm there (laughs) for fantasy football. Jesus. Yeah, you'll be right on time for hoops then. Right. And so I said, and one of my mods said, hey, let's do the NCAA bracket. I said, yeah, I haven't done it in a few years. And he put the link in there, of course, being me. I was like, I'll do it tomorrow. (laughs) I logged in. But it was Thursday. (laughs) It was Wednesday and Thursday. I got locked out the bracket. So We we have a – my my fantasy football league, we've talked about this before, is is all like business school guys from all over the world. So they don't – most of them don't know anything about – about football but well, they know more now than they did but you know seven years ago when we started they didn't they were like oh i like the colors of the chargers jerseys let's go for those guys <laughs> right that's and, not like my and, friend and so now what one of them and, but they they love prop bets so they'll prop bet the hell out of the super bowl oh yeah that's the <laughs> and then you, that's what it's paid and then, for and, 
Yeah, and then this uh, and then this bloody NCAA tournament comes up. Every year, the same thing happens. There's a there's a, a consultant from Canada who insists that we do a, a bracket, and maybe they're doing it. I've never I've literally never filled it out. Nobody talks about it. So I think every year he just he's like, "Come on, guys, let's go! Like, let's rally the troops thing." And I don't think a single person signs up. I don't think anybody can care less about this damn. Well, I don't know. It's fun. It used to be fun to watch, right? Like, I think yeah. it's good. I think there's some good sports going on. All I see now is like my Twitter feed. Everyone's complaining about the referee. Yeah, that's all you see. But if you want to bet, so it's that time of the year as college basketball takes center stage with the tourney and it's finally upon us. So if you're looking to be to wager this year, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the updated odds and info, along with great contests, including bracket contests, where you have a chance to take home a top. Prize. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on the first deposit. Just use the promo code BBELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, or E-A-V to get started. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casinos, Mike. So BetOnline, where the game starts. They, they got some. They got some prop bets. There's some good props for the NFL draft now because it's only a month away, right? Two months away. Oh man, what is a what, what's a prop bet for the draft? Like who right, gets so drafted first? Obviously, I've never, I've never, because I'm we, you and I haven't. We're not that into it, but right. So you can go first. You can go first cornerback selected. So here's okay. so offensive Position. line first offensive yeah. lineman selected. I think this is interesting. So Aquanu uh, mm-hmm. and Neil are both are both um, negative, which means that like you have to bet. 130 to make 100 on Aquanu and 110 to make 100 on Neil. But Charles Cross, who for my money is the most technical guy of the of the three in the draft, he's the guy that right. I might go with first. He's kind of a more of a sure thing. What school is he out of? Mm, you remember Mississippi State? Is he Mississippi okay. State? Okay, gotcha. he's plus 1200, so it's 12 to one odds. Good gracious! Right? So 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 on her gets you 1200. Now you can go first overall draft pick. Here's uh, if you're anybody not named Hutchinson. Is uh, is an underdog, right? Right. So, so yeah, uh, uh, Hutchinson's a one to three underdog, and the next guy is four to one or overdog. Excuse me, and uh, the next guy is actually a Quanu at, at four to one. So you can make a little bit of money right here. This might be interesting. See, this would make the draft interesting because every the only guy that's ever made the draft interesting to me is when Pat McAfee walked up there and just badmouthed everybody from like Tennessee or something when he was with the. Uh, but he came up as the Colts representative and he walked up there and he's like, you guys yeah. probably don't know who I am because I only had to punt twice in the last four years against you guys or something like that. Phenomenal. Yeah, when they start letting players come up there. Uh, I didn't see that one, but I heard about that one. Yeah, I remember phenomenal. I saw they, they let a lot of kickers up there, I guess. It was another kicker I saw, Acres. I think it was Acres one time was on the on the stage there. So interesting. But uh, speaking of news, we got these Packer news. We're going to get caught up on this stuff, man. So we got – Big, dumb money contracts yes. for players, not only Packers, but players around the NFL. We'll get to some of them um, in terms of other positions. But here in, in Green Bay territory, we have Devontae gets traded to the Raiders for five-year, $141.25 million. Packers get two draft picks and some uh, and, uh, and later draft picks coming up in the further years, 2023, 2024, 2025. So what you think about this deal, Mike, and why? What's up? What's the, yeah, what's it's up crazy, man. So so he's the highest non-quarterback. Non, you know, he's the highest paid non-quarterback in the league now, which is kind of weird thinking that there's all these defensive players that you know might have that money. But mm-hmm. it's wide receivers just a tough – like it's always a tough thing for me to, to say they'd be, you know, they'd be the high, 
highest paid non-quarterback. Um, Devontae is such a great player. Uh, I don't think I don't think Devontae is exclusively good because of Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think they complement each other well. I think he's going to play an extremely high level for the next couple mm-hmm. of years. He just he's one of those guys that has that work ethic. So the you know there's a lot of scenarios. There's there's really only one scenario where this this deal makes sense for for the Raiders, right? And then that's if they win the AFC West or they they go deep into the playoffs. Like I don't know what success looks like for them right now, but considering that his window is probably closed in three years, mm-hmm. you know, considering his age, um, and considering the fact that they just gave up with the 22nd and the 53rd pick in, the, in this year's draft, so they're they're so a little bit of mortgage future. They they brought in Chandler Jones as well, which is a monster haul. That dude is so nasty. Right. His first year anywhere. Um, that 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 AFC it's just your it's it's just weird because where you're going from the Raiders perspective it's like I know they got to keep up but it's like man AFC West is tough from the Packers perspective gosh man this is obviously Aaron Rodgers knew about this beforehand yeah Um, he knew he knew you know he he had to have known this was going to happen so with that said Aaron Rodgers has made receivers in the league. We talked about it before that one of the reasons that they they were they can be of him the bag and give him the most money possible. He gets the most money of the history of the NFL until of course Watson signed, which is a totally different conversation. Yeah. But um is because he is responsible for hundreds of millions of dollars of contracts from other players and, and coaches because of his ability to elevate the play of people around him. So I'm not overly concerned right now knowing that Goody's going in there saying Devontae doesn't want to be here. He wants to go play with his boy. He wants mm-hmm. to, he wants that money. Derek Carr. Right? Because he because yep. look, if you're Devontae, here's the thing that here's the big crux of this, right? Everyone's like bashing Aaron Rodgers, okay? Either because he wanted too much money or he he made this he made this thing kind of play out. Right. But he, but if Devontae Adams, he knows his like what he wants for his legacy, dude. You are not going to sit there and say, I'm I'm sure that Aaron Rodgers is going to play another three years, another five years. If you think he's only going to play another year or two, which is what his contract looks like, right? Max three, mm. maybe you know, probably two, maybe one. If that's the case, because he already went waffled the last two years, dude. I'm not sticking around if I'm him, and I feel right. like I got three to five more four <clears throat> more good years, and I want to get, I want to like go to the Hall of Fame, break some numbers. Like I'm I'm not going to sit around. Hoping Jordan Love's going to get me the rock enough times in my last couple of years in the, as a productive receiver in the NFL to, to to make that money and go and go to the Hall of Fame. Like I'm not doing that. I, I completely understand what what his thought process is. Yep. So the Pat, the Packers, the Packers. Aaron Rodgers has the ability to, to make greatness out of out of wide receivers. He's done it a number of times with a number of different guys. He elevates mm-hmm. the play of people around him, the work ethic and the preparation of people around him. I think that's probably the most important thing that nobody talks about. It's not just the fact that he's throwing the perfect ball. It's that these guys are working harder because they're playing with greatness, right? Yep. So the expectation is a little bit higher. So I think they're going to bring in a vet, you know, draft a couple guys and, you know, fill out the room. And I, I feel – I still feel good about the season. What about you? Yeah, I feel, same thing. I say he definitely – I say I say he, Devontae Adams, uh, bet on himself, bet on a sure thing, you know, what, what, can he, what he can do with whoever's throwing him the ball and the team around him. And – and I was telling people all week, people that are obviously fans that we know, and you got fans, you got family, you got friends, you, you're talking like, you know, like you said, oh, Aaron, this, that. And I'm like, man, this is business. I was right. like, this is this is Devontae's turn now to say, hey, I want to do this because for, for this for me, because this is the business time. And I think that's where fans, obviously, people that understand that don't understand the full scope of playing professional sports. 
that's part of this is the part of it. Now the player can be selfish. The player can't think of it as making sure they set themselves up for for the future, because that's what the team is always doing. No matter the time of the year, year round, fiscally, uh, seasonally, football wise, the team is always thinking about the team. So the only time a player really doesn't think about himself is when we're playing, you know, because we're focused on the game. But now the time that the player, a smart player, and now all these players, in my opinion, are definitely either, you know, definitely learn from our time. I say we were the generation that just started to wake up, that just started to say, right. hey, we could question the, the GM. We could just we could question the, or the CEO. We could just question the whole organization or just say, you know what, I'm not going to play. You know, so I think we're that where's that generation coming into. And that's why you have players in all four major sports around the U.S. doing things kind of unethical in fans point of view of, of man you know play football or play baseball go you know like what, what the one comment uh one reporter says to lebron shut up and play ball it's like no i don't i can i can talk you know and you're gonna hear me and so that's where i can say i tell people this is business he could do this aaron did it for himself he could ask upon this too and he got the request um with the raiders i say with Derek carr this would be a time where it would be to see, okay, you got weapons now. What you going to do or what can you do? Because you want to get into maybe another deal to finish off his career there as a Raider, um, you know, being a, where he's been up and down in the years through injuries, through, you know, up and down seasons with the defense and the offense. So I would take, so, I would take their, I would take his guys over our guys right now. Darren Waller. Yeah. Yeah, Darren Waller. Yeah, Hunter Hunter Renfro. Yeah, I love Adams. him. Adams. I love Hunter Renfro. Yeah, I mean, Probably Hunter the two Renfro. best route runners. It's probably the two best route runners in the league on the same team now, right? Hunter Renfro exactly. and Demonte. Yeah, the only the, like, the other person, the other person I see Hunter, I see Cooper Cup. You know, that is like the route type of like Cooper Cup's here, Hunter Ruffle coming out of Clemson, the way he runs routes, you know, he doesn't threaten you with speed, but he will cut you up. He will, you know, run his route precisely to make sure he gets the ball and he got sure hands. So having that guy and Waller, like you mentioned, and then having Josh Jacobs have the running back. Yeah, kinda, I forgot Josh Jacobs. He's you know and a good offensive line. Like they, they and a very really good offensive line. Yeah, they, they, I mean they got rid of they got rid of their center two years ago, which what what it did hurt him last year a little bit. But offensively, there's there and Josh McDaniels running the show, assuming that he's going to come in and, and 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 do Patriot things. They should be. I mean that AFC West is 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 it's tough. Style. But well, Cleo Mack be, went to the Chargers. Um. <laughs> you just but oh. listen. They brought in they and then brought the in Jones to, right, right because they got rid of Gawkway, like who was great, but he got hurt. So they have Max Cross, Crosby and Jones on, on the edges. Like they have a good secondary. Like they they've got guys. So it, it, we'll talk about it later. There, it that that division is just absolutely stacked. What I would look at now is, I I do think that you at this stage in Aaron Rodgers' career, you do not want him in second down and eight have a rookie wide receiver drop a pass or run the wrong route and him kind of going doing one of these like side eyes, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah, so you want to get, you want to get a vet guy in there, a guy that he's comfortable Definitely. with and he knows is competent. And I'm kind of looking at this list right now of, of available vets. I couldn't find it. So who are well, you? So, yeah. It, listen, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't look great. Okay. You get Julio Jones, 33 years old, Jarvis Landry, 29 Jarvis Landry. Could, Jarvis. I've, I've been with Jarvis. They should get Jarvis. They can get him. Honestly. Yeah. He's, he's, I would say, yeah, he's, right he's the real deal. I know his, his measurables aren't great. He is the real deal. He can play. He can just flat out play. He'll catch every ball you throw to him. Mm-hmm. Will Fuller, you know, he's kind of been around. He was, you know, he spent the last two years on two different teams, but he's got, yeah. you know, everybody loves him. He's a deep, he's, he's a 20, deep, yeah, he's a speedy yeah, he's, guy. He's only, he's only 27 years old, but if you're going to bring in Will Fuller, why wouldn't you just hire MBS again? Because 
Same guy. Exactly. I mean, for me, it's the same guy. Yep. Jameson Crowder, T.Y. Hilton's 32. Cole Beasley's 32. Emmanuel Sanders, 35. A.G. Green's 33. You get, I mean, Sammy Watkins is on this list. He's only 28. Maybe uh, Albert Wilson's mm-hmm. another guy I know from Miami. He was with the Chiefs. He made his, mm-hmm. he made his money with, with Patrick Mahomes. Albert Wilson's a guy that I can't really put my finger on why he hasn't had a bigger career. Because when I was with him in Miami, I thought he was a, like, he's an extremely talented guy. I don't right. know. He's had he's had a good career, but I thought at, to this point he would have been more productive than he has been. I don't know if that's a consequence of injuries, who he's been playing for, who he's been playing with. He's a guy mm-hmm. you could bring in. He can do some he's he can do some good stuff, but there's just not there's just not a lot of stuff here where I'm looking over and going, okay, I, we absolutely have to grab this dude. But you know, if you grab Jarvis, if if you grabbed um, Albert, you can. That's enough for me to get over the hump, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they brought back Tunyon, which, yep. you know, I'm not – he's a receiver. That's, so you just got another receiver. Right. Um, they got – they re-signed Lazard. He was an exclusive rights guy. So he, he's coming back. And, you know, just like A.J. Dillon told us, he's kind of one of the MVPs of the offense with all the stuff that he does. So he's going to yep. continue to develop as a receiver. Um, but MVS is, might be out the door. He might get paid more than he's worth somewhere else. True. Right. And you don't really have anybody else. You know, so it for me, it's like there's a couple of positions open to improve on. I don't again, you might draft a guy, but I, I wouldn't rely on a, a draft guy. I don't think you're gonna get, you know, the next um you know, Jamar Chase. Yeah, you're yeah, not gonna Jamar get the next Chase. Jamar Chase, right? So no. it really that's a, that's is a, that's a like, phenomenon. Yeah, that yeah. So so I, I'm I'm looking at like, can we just bring one of these guys in? Randall Cobb will be healthy this year. You have to make that assumption. Yeah, you know, he's back. So it's not like it's not like Aaron Rodgers hasn't done really well with a, with a with a group of receivers on paper that looks kind of like that already. Like I'm not too worried about it. Plus you got AJ and you got Aaron Jones mm-hmm. in, in the backfield, right? And you just think now, like, but one of the positions where I'm looking at this, like we really need to make hay is is tight end. You know, the yeah. ability, especially with AJ and Aaron Jones, like can we run more 12 personnel with guys that can block and and catch passes? Like can DeGuara take the next step in his evolution? Uh, they just brought in mm-hmm. a, a new tight ends coach, right? He was a he was like an offensive quality controller guy. Yeah. Um, but does can he I forgot the guy's name, but can he step up and kind of really develop that group? Because Tunyon can't block. Uh, Mercedes Lewis is kind of is what he is at this point as far as his abilities and his his age and his maturity level at, 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 at this stage of the game. So can you develop Deguara? Can we develop Tony into anybody who can even throw his body in the way of another human? So, you know, we can we can kind of run 12 personnel with our guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, just being honest, right? Like, no, no. That would be a huge part of the offense. If 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 you could find two guys who could go in there or one more guy to compliment Mercedes Lewis who could go in there and just be like an every down player. That's That would be a huge weapon on this offense, man, because – you think about yes. you look at the San Francisco 49ers, right? Well, just you can just swap out use check for for Deguara, right? Just put him in the yeah. backfield, and you you have that you have that H back in, instead of a uh, instead of a fullback, and you can have a guy who can do everything. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have them uh, tools in the toolbox. I know what you're talking about there, especially with the tight ends blocking. So uh, we, we headed on in there. So we look at players that were released here. We got Z Z uh, Z Smith gone, Billy Turner uh, gone, uh, a, a a person that you didn't like leaving. Or being put in. yeah, it's not not a good pick for Mike. Uh, and then they re-signed Preston Smith and De- Devondre Campbell, which I thought was solid. They, they definitely bringing in him, a leader and a playmaker, a guy who did basically did his job for the whole season. 
um, and led the team in tackles. And then bringing Wild Razul Douglas back in um, with his two pick sixes, you know, giving up 21 up front. And then, uh, and then, like you mentioned, Tunyon on a one-year deal, obviously got to work on some things technique-wise for blocking. Um, so what is uh, – so now going to the next uh, question here, what is the biggest news regard, regarding the Packers for yourself other than yeah, the so trade? Yeah, for me it's Devondre Campbell, right? Right. It's got to be Devondre Campbell. He signed – like he signed a pretty – cap friendly deal you know yeah. i mean it's a lot listen 50 million dollars a lot of money 50 years over five though it's a pretty cap friendly deal which means that he can continue to grow into that role without this you know sometimes when you have that one good year and I'm, he was you know he, he wasn't a standout player until last year right just yeah. call it what it is right yeah. he, he got he got noticeably better last year in this system so sometimes what happens in Rasul Doe is kind of the same thing. That's a cap friendly deal, right? If he's especially if he's going to play Very. a lot, seven seven million a year, eight million mm-hmm. a year, big deal. Yeah. And um, sometimes when you get into the situation where you have like that one good breakout season, and you sign, you go sign somewhere else, and they just give you a ridiculous amount of money, the pressure starts mounting, like the clock starts immediately, right? Yes. And if you if you're not you performing, produce. you better. Yeah, produce. if you're not performing, producing, then it's like okay, not only are you going to hear it from the media. And you hear it from your your coaches and the personnel guys, but like you're probably going to get released earlier. You don't really have that time to develop. Like you're, everything speeds up for you. So yeah. I think both those guys signed and put themselves in situations where they can continue to develop into those roles, solidify their position in the league, if they're staying in the league as the players that they are. And, and in the case of like Rasul Douglas, the player he wants to become. I say that given given Devondre this back to being the first team all pro, right? You gotta give him you gotta give him his props because that's yeah. that's a very, very difficult uh, thing to achieve with guys like Bobby Wagner still in the league. So right. um I, I those are really cap friendly deals to me. I thought that was a huge, huge play. Yeah. And that, like you said, that stress, you don't have to worry about it because you've been here, you already proved yourself. You're not reproving yourself at another team or you you know where people don't know you and they're questioning you, you know, different things about what you do, maybe prepare for a game or whatever you ain't got to worry about that you just come in and keep and basically continue the job just a little bit more money in the bank but that's a good i say that's a good good space for any player you know experienced players like these two players but then young players too like uh, douglas he's a little younger only been what maybe three years in the league two years in the league something like that four years maybe but can now develop into a better defensive back because obviously this is a passing league you got to have it got to have dbs that can have short memories so Head into the next segment here called Trench Warfare. And what you got on here, Mike? We'll hand it off to you on this one. Yeah. So, yeah. one thing I wanted to go back to that AG real quick is yeah. if you look at, I'm just looking at it like, because we're, we're, you know, for some reason we're sponsoring Bet Online AG. Yeah. To, which I, which you and I have had off air discussions about. I don't quite understand. Yes. But, but we are. So, so if you go online and you look at the Super Bowl odds, right? Yeah. So, Plus anything, oh, let's just go anything over plus 10,000. Okay. Okay. So it's 10 to 1 odds. Wait, that's like, yeah, it's 10 to 1 odds. So Panthers, Bears, Jaguars, Giants, Lions, Texans, and Jets. Seahawks are at 6,600. So I guess my question, so my question is because there's a lot of talk about, listen, the Seahawks have no chance of making, they're going to do a a re up job. And there's a lot of talk about, well, they got two really good receivers up, up there. Like, is there a chance we trade for one of those guys? One of the Seahawks receivers, so DK or um, Lockett. Yeah, man. Ooh, I would say now we, got, we have draft capital. It's like the sure. Rams have already showed us. Like we don't, we don't necessarily. We're, we're probably not drafting a starter. 
No, right? No, no. Like I said, we're not going to get a Jamar Chase. We're not going to get that. You're hoping for that. Everybody, you know, every GM is hoping for that. But I see bringing in, I would say, I would go with just from in terms of probably more. I say just obviously being shifty and more of a smaller and a problem. Both receivers are a problem in their own right. But I would say I would go with a tighter locket, being in that you know he's a smaller guy, shiftier guy is a good deep runner, but also runs routes well too. And was a big factor, you know, in that Seattle offense along with DK. So, because you already have a big, you already got a big guy. You got Lazar. He could be that that, that guy, that neck, that DK, yeah. which you already have. So you don't need to get DK for that reason alone. So get uh, Tyler Lockett, who come like I say, slot can run the, you know, can catch the ball and great, you know, run after catch with him. And so, and then an experienced player, you know, understand can do punt, can be versatile if you need him on punt return or kickoff return. Anything like that is a, is a, is a, I say is a team player all around and a solid guy. That's a good take, man. Because you know, a lot of people were talking about DK, but you made it, you made a good point about Tyler Lockett might be a better fit for this team, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I think that, that actually makes a lot of sense to me too, because they can put they can kind of move him around a little bit more. Exactly, exactly. Because you get DK, where DK going to go? He got to go outside. He can't. Yeah, he's not playing he's not slot, a, right? He's not playing yeah. slot. No, he, I mean you could. But then, obviously, that's most likely, like you said, twelve personnel. He's running. He's coming in for run blocking situation. Well, yeah, we'll go to thirteen personnel. If he, third, if that, be, yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, he could be a third tight end. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, it'd be a whole another. Uh, you imagine writing call. that into his contract? Oh hey, my DK, god, we got a surprise for you. Oh, he would not like Packers. Unless, unless his mindset, unless he's in the mindset of that, he's not going. to. That's a wide receiver. Listen, dude, uh, you've seen like I know you've read the stories about that guy pre-draft, like the injuries, how his career was over, yeah, and then yeah, what, like I knew that. The, yeah, what, whatever bit. work he's putting into the gym is it's like it's working for him. So, oh, it is for sure. I don't think there's anything he can't do, man. The guy's unbelievable. Yeah, he's a, he's a specimen. He is a specimen. So yeah. I, I was I wrote this. I I, I had forgot that you know, we, Kiki is no longer on the team. So I didn't really know why. King, King was it Kings Kingsley Kingston Keekley? Keekley. Okay. He was he had some like a, he had a concussion and then he came back and he had some big dispute about like how he should be practicing with the staff. Oh. And they okay. released did, him. Did not know that. And yeah, it was kind of like he was having a good year. He had like six and a half sacks. Um he yeah. was our top like defensive tackle backup coming in in my but mind then, at least like he was the guy that I'd least like to play of our backups. Yeah, because he and when so, he was in there, he was productive. He made a couple. Yeah, of good he was plays. a productive player, especially in the pass rush game. Like he he did a really good job of bullying and getting pressure. He could play angles. He good at like taking the inside edge of a guard. So you look at you look at him being gone because I keep thinking about all right, like our box seven. I think is so good right now, and our mm-hmm. box seven, of course, for our front <clears throat> linebacker, our linebackers, maybe our box safety, and then uh, our, our front four, our front five, depending on how we decide to play. So our base look last year, we play a lot of five two. Or, yeah. or three, four, however you want to look at it. But like we have that is a that is a good looking group. And now you look at the backups because Z's not there. So now we're kind of relying on backups at both um outside linebacker positions, which guys that were not very productive last year, maybe but they have room to grow. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at a defensive tackle. I think both of those positions are places where we do have a little bit of room to grow, room to <clears> develop, <throat> right? Because you don't with well, the one thing you don't want is to have that drop off. And I thought one thing no. that, that Kiki provided was when he came in, he was able to get pressure like a Dean Lowry is able to get pressure, right? Yeah, he and was. So I don't think we're going to replace a Kenny Clark with anything like a Kenny Clark right now. But if you can get that secondary guy to come in and be a pass pressure, if you can get another guy who can create that edge pressure, that was, was so great when Z Preston and Rashawn Gary were there, right? Mm-hmm. As Gary's coming up, it's like, okay, he can come in 
let's talk about two seasons ago now. And he was a guy that you really had to watch out with because he could explode and make, make that play once or twice or three times a game just from a pass rush standpoint that mm-hmm. really kept that tackle on his toes. We don't really have that guy now at, from a defensive pressure standpoint. That might be something we find in the draft. But, you know, from, from my perspective, kind of looking at what we're going to have to build out here, that's probably a position we really need to address now that he's out, out of the uh, picture. Yeah, he was a guy that you come in, you put him in on certain you know situations, and he would come up with a sack. He would come up, and it was more effort. You know, between him and Dean, it was more like an effort thing. Not that they're their talent. It was just they would get. I say players going against them sometimes. That offense alignment will underestimate the person coming in second that might come into place. And that that's happens. Where, that's a real thing too, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you better not second. And they did. And so that's where he is a solid player. Cause he can, he probably knows that himself and takes advantage of that, but he has, a, he's actually better than what his position, you know, being second this past season, being, you know, coming off the bench as a, a, a swap out or a rest for DG. What's the worst players. thing? Is, is there a worst thing in the world? Like in, in the film room when you get beat by a backup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the third string. I say the, the third string. Oh, yeah, backup, yeah, the backup. That. That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> the backup's backup. It's a problem. Like, hold up, hold up. Did, oh, did I just see that? Yeah, that's the, that's the problem. And, and and we in the Packer locker room from 2000 to 2003. If you're in any the running backs room or the old line room, are we already know people will have a, a long day if that happens. Oh my <laughs> that, gosh! Oh, that's where Scotty Wells or. uh who else? Who else would come out? Adrian Clem. People be disappointed. Who else was the big? Who was a, another kid played at Notre Dame during when you were in that? And he was oh, like, Brennan Curtin. Brennan Curtin. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know he would. He would hear it from you guys. <laughs> Brennan was a different cat. Man. He, was a, he was an okay. Brennan was a different cat. Scotty yeah. didn't get beat that much. I never forget. Right. Yeah, Scotty didn't get beat that much. But yeah, it was that we had we had a room like you better not get beat by a backup. That's a, right. that a huge, that was a huge problem. I, yeah, I can remember right. a couple of times where it happened. I'm like, you, you're actually thinking about it on the field. Like your mind immediately goes to like, damn it. Like tomorrow's going to be so bad because. Of that. <laughs> yeah. But our thing, we couldn't know. get, we, as running backs, you couldn't get blew up by a backup. Oh, like you. So if it was like a, or a rookie linebacker or a rookie safety or DB, if you let sure. a rookie blow you up as a running back, we're gonna talk about you the whole day. We're gonna just make we're gonna be like, bro, what's wrong with you? You know, we're gonna make we're gonna tease you, make you grow. <laughs> so another thing is now that you know Billy left, they're not sure that Elton uh, Elton Jenkins is gonna be back from the beginning of the season. Yep, because uh, he had that late injury, late season yeah, injury, right? Yeah. yeah. So now we start thinking about Bakhtiar's, you know, assuming Bakhtiar is gonna be back, obviously. Right. John Running Jr., I think he definitely earned himself a starting position, whether it's at left guard or right oh, yeah. guard. For sure. Josh Myers will be back healthy. Um, he's we, we talked about before, I think he's going to be really special. And so you start thinking about uh, who's going to fill that right tackle spot. I mean, is is Jenkins, you know, to me personally, I would say Jenkins is more valuable at guard, right? But John mm. Running Jr. Has, did a good enough job where you can see, okay, like we'll just develop that position. Maybe move Jenkins out to a tackle position, and if he can lock down, like, listen, left left defensive ends are, are the guys who are getting the sack totals now, right, right, right rushing right. right into the quarterback's face. The way the way that the uh, the new pocket and the geometry of the, uh, of the field is is playing out now. So those guys are getting a lot of a lot of good rushes against tight ends, against running backs, and and then you know some of these right tackles aren't quite up to pass protection. So that's one thing, Elgin Jenkins. He's got incredible feet and balance, so I think he can play anywhere. Yeah. Um, just from That's a value standpoint, though, looking at 
some of the guys that we have to go through. You know, I, I start like my I automatically go to we got to play Aaron Donald. You got to see Aaron Donald, and you're gonna have to yep. see Eric Armstead, right? Like both because San Francisco both. and LA are real. You know, yep. Sue, all those it's guys inside. You, they bring in they bring in some guys from in, in Tampa. They they draft another guy. Like there's there's some good defensive tackles that can give you that can really be disruptive. So I see I, I could I could go either way with this. I'm just not quite sure how they you know get rid of Billy was a big deal. I don't see I don't see Dennis Kelly being like a starter for this team for the entire season. So I'm, I'm a little bit palms up right now on how they're gonna how that's all gonna play out. Yeah, I say for them as a team, they got. You know the draft; they'll be able to, you know, scout out. They always get linemen, and uh, yeah. and then obviously see how many camps and training camps they'll do to flush out players, find out if they are developing and they're learning the new, you know, mechanics and techniques of, of what they need to do at the pro level. So I say that's kind of the where this space between free agency and then the draft coming up, and then all the mini camps in between June and July, May and July, May June and July is where they mm-hmm. probably maybe they better get an answer. If not, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, come, they, they, Lucas August. Patrick went to Chicago, right? So we're kind of yeah. missing that swing guy now. He, he could play all the inside positions. Um, so they're gonna, they're, they're gonna somebody else is gonna have to step up. Whether that's Royce Newman, who's not starting, and was gonna learn how to play all three of those spots, or where they have to find somebody else because Royce is starting. They're gonna they're gonna keep that middle three intact from this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we talked about it before with the tight end position. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, I, I I do think that this team is kind of built for with the when you think of the offensive line that they're going to have with all those guys at healthy when you think about the two running backs and really where your weapons are on offense um you would think they're going to you i you just think they're going to find a way to run 12 personnel if they can get this guy john dunn who's the new tight end coach to yeah. get in there and really develop the blocking ability of some of these backup tight ends mercedes lewis is already one of the top guys in the league he's back for another year but can we get to guara can we get uh, Tunyon? Tunyon um, yeah, can we get those guys with their hand in the ground to do some damage so we don't have to run wham blocks every every time to uh, to make sure that they fill space? And if wow. the answer is yes to that, man, like I, I think that's a really – I think that's a new dimension to this offense that we haven't had that could really, you know, cover up the fact that we don't necessarily have a wide receiver one. Right, right. And I think as a coach, you're aware of this. And that that is a that's a necessity, and you start working on it now. Because if you try to bring it to them, if you wait all the way to training camp, August, that's too late. You got to put that 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 mind. You got to plant that seed in Tunyon's mind. Hey, you got to block, bro. We got to do this. We got to work on your hand placement, and, how, and then the motivation to drive somebody off the ball. I know you're coming off the knee, get the knee right, but then you got to work your hands here. You got to do this because you know certain play packages. We can't just put you in. And people are going to know, okay, this is a pass situation. Tanya's not blocking, you know, because right. defenders know that they pick up on that. Or, 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 or if they, or if it is a run game, a run, run, run play going on, they'd be like, oh, I got, I, I don't have, I don't have Lewis right now. I got to tell you, this might be easy work here. So just got to put that, plant that seed now to let Tanya know. And any, and I say all the Titans know, hey, we got to be blockers along with pass receivers as well. This is part of our game too. We got to be that guy that could do be a Swiss army knife. We could be different positions out there on the football field to help this team get better and stay better. And uh, I see the warrior. He, he fits the bill of having him like a U check. I like that because of a of his size. And we saw him kind of, you know, open up his stride a little bit against Detroit game mm-hmm. last week. So being him in different positions and now he's learning, I think getting more comfortable with this offense as well, you know, going to his, uh, this will be his third year coming up. 
um, from from and college the, and football. The good, and the good thing is, AG, like they're playing against in practice in training camp at least. They're playing against Preston Smith from Shot Gary, man. Exactly. Like you, it ain't gonna get any harder than that, guys. If you want to get nope. good, just go ahead and go up against those guys every day. You go up against Preston Smith every day in practice. You're gonna be okay when when, when the whistle blows on game day. I promise. He's like exactly. he's that good of a run defender. He is he's he's a unique run defender in this league right now. So oh, he's long. That's why he's a problem. That's why yeah. he's a good but run he, defender. But he, but he's AG, long. you know, like you talked about it. It's mindset, man. Like he's he's yeah. he takes pride in it. it. You're game for it. Some guys aren't game for it, right? Right. Some guys are out there. You know, it's some some tight ends say, hey, they don't they're Gronk. And when Gronk Gronk's Gronk has been the best tight end in the league because he could block. He didn't block very well last year. What did they say? Well, they don't play him to block. It's like, yeah, dude, but your stats, team stats, everything is better when the tight end yeah. can do both, right? You can do both things, right? So there's yeah. there's always this conversation in on ESPN and whatnot, like, oh, we don't pay tight ends to block. Like, okay, that's fair. Like, I get what you're saying, but from a right. player standpoint, from a produ- productivity standpoint, from an offensive statistics standpoint, from a running back standpoint, exactly. your ass better to know how to block. Yeah, you better you better learn how to block. I know that was I say blocking and picking up the blitz or just blocking in general. That was actually my favorite thing to do behind running somebody over and just running the ball. So it was actually blocking. That's what was number one for me because I knew I knew I knew I could run the ball. Yeah, and that's you know secondary to me. That was secondary. Like me blocking and picking up the blitz was then was number one and two on my priority list of things I had to do. Cause I knew I've been running the ball since, you know, little league, but what I learned, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as I went up and ranked college and then Seattle and then green Bay, you know, to the pro level, then I knew, okay, if I, what I must, if I must stay in this backfield as a, as a trusted player, that means the coaches trust me and the players trust me. Cause I'm, they gonna know, Oh, AG is a dog. He wants to get in there and get the hands in the chest. He wants to drive to the ground or he's going to fight. With a linebacker. How do you stay on the field, right? It's the only exactly. way you get on the field when you're young. Can can I do everything? Can I can yeah. I or really can I block? It's a, it's right. a, it's like the best lesson you can teach a young player, right? Can you play All special day. teams? And can can you block? If you're a running back, if you're a wide receiver, if you're a tight end, can you block in the running game? Are you or are you enthusiastic about blocking in the running game? Exactly. Right. You get the right coach, even a wide receiver, dude. If you're if you're an average wide receiver who blocks his ass off, there's coaches in the league that I know personally that will put you in the game. Oh yeah, they trust you. Oh yeah, they trust you, right? I used to, I used to hear, yes, they and then when, I used to hear that all through college. Once I got to college, I didn't hear it in high school, but once I got to college and all the way up, I heard, "Hey man, I gotta trust you." And that was from the coach to the player in our meetings. I gotta trust you, and I and for you know when I first heard it, I didn't understand it obviously as a freshman, but by the time between you know my freshman year but then getting to the league i knew exactly what that meant they want to know when i put you in because it's the assistant coach position to say to the head coach hey this guy is going to be our guy at this position now if you put him in there with his grace and then then you go down there you go on the field and you bloop 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 or miss blocks and ma's here that coach is going to be in your butt and then yeah you won't be very long on that roster (laughs) <laughs> so it's just sure. a harsh reality. It is the harsh reality, and that's a, and I think play, some players got to know that mm-hmm. how important that is to say do your job is basically saying do your job or you're out of here, basically, you know. And 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 I think a lot of players don't hear that. I think you they need to hear it. Just do it do it that subtly. That's how I learned. I was like, yeah, I get it. I say if I miss this block, I miss this um, assignment. Uh, three two bad two, blocks from the bus stop, buddy. Right, <laughs> two two <laughs> just two three times. Four. Two bad I'm out. From the bus stop. 
Yeah, I'm out. All right, so heading on to the next topic. So we get some stuff off our lawn here. So we can go into get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. In here. So what you got on here? And then uh, we got. Oh, I know yeah, you've you seen, got it. I know you've off. seen this, bro. I know you've seen it. There was another one yesterday. What's There's that? these scouting companies like Rivals.com, and they're yeah, high school scouts, kids going to college. Okay, and they had a big, they had a big like uh, showcase or something in Southern California this past weekend. And what these what these companies do is they find a guy who's like a four or five star recruit, big dude, and like offensive line could be a running back, could be anything, and they'll they'll show him like grab a dude and then like fight with a fight and then like throw him on the ground and complete like illegal hold blocking, throw him into the quarterback's legs, and then right. and they did this actually with college. They do they're doing it to the college guy that was an offensive lineman that's going to the pros right now. They did it right. the Super Bowl. And they're just blowing these guys up, and it's like terrible technique. It's tr- it's trash video, but they go all over social media and they're hyping these dudes up. It's like we're teaching these kids the wrong thing, yes. right? Because we're just trying to get attention and clicks and all this and all this stuff. It's like instead of teaching the guy that's just like locked down, good, you know, he's a hip bender. All you know, all the stuff that you're looking for has great feet, quiet hands inside, locked out, like just it, it like dismisses the guy. We're going for the guy who like bear hugs has his arms wrapped around him, throws him to where the quarterback would be, and then we start this big debate every week. And, like, I saw another one yesterday, and it's at the high school level, and I'm just like, this is actually disgusting, right? Yes, just from a, I agree. Just from somebody who just, like, enjoys watching the sport at a high level, like, what are we teaching these kids, mm-hmm. man? Because now these kids are going out there every time someone's trying to, like, throw like, – it's like judo. We're watching judo. It's stupid. Yeah, it, I agree. I'm 100% with you. Uh, get off my lawn with showing – what is sensational or what's sexy mm-hmm. to show. That's what they're doing, the sexy mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, as a player, I don't care what sport. I've seen basketball videos like this. I've seen baseball videos like this, hockey. I'm like, that's not how you play the game, or that's not technical. Right. That's just – you're just hyping the kid up just to say, oh, you do this, we'll, you'll get signed by a D1 school, or you could go pro by doing – like, no, nah, mm-hmm. bro, you'd be on the bench. First, you'd be in a fight. Let's just start it first. You'd be in a fight first. And then – if you make it out of the fight alive without a broken limb, then you're, you're the, the right coach is going to pull you to the side. Like, hey, junior, this is how you play running back. This is how you play O-line. You don't do what here's you the scary, did. Here's the scary thing, though. It works. They're doing it because it works. Yeah. Like, they're get, like these, kids, these kids are getting recruited on bad tape. And I, I, you know, it's just, I just – I know it's always with us, you and me, sometimes it's like palms up. But I yeah. keep seeing this stuff, and I just – but I, I don't I don't have the I don't have the uh, the authority or Twitter following to like stage like a, a walkout with with rivals.com. But I see it sometimes. I'm like, holy hell, it's so bad. Like, who is who is doing these clips for you? And, well, we'll say well, who's not doing the clip is an experienced AV person that played right. football, baseball, basketball. You know, not saying to that person is a bad person, but you are a bad judge of what good football, baseball content, basketball content is. Because to put it out there, you're just showing, oh, that's, this may look good. You know, you see a guy throw another guy and blow, like you said, blow the quarterback, quarterback's knee out and don't realize that just happened. And, and it's, it's somebody that don't understand that. Like putting out good, you know, they don't know that good content is this. You know, right. we know what it looks like. You know, how, you know, a linebacker running into the A-gaps gets, you know, stuffed by the tackle or the, or the guard, squeeze it in the proper way, then – you know, but for them, they don't like I said, they don't know. They got to be taught that we might need to teach them. We might need to show them, like, hey, this is good film. 
this is good teaching tape that you want to sensationalize. Sensationalize this, you know, pancake block. This is how a, this is a legit pan plate, pancake block. All right. Or a cut block or a crack back when they were legal, things like that. So because for me, it's the it's the uh, uh, I see when I see the rivals or other videos, I see the guys, the wide receivers or the quarterbacks or the running backs getting into the end zone in the high school level, putting on a show after they right. score. I'm like, bro. I'm like, I used to tell my, when I, I coach high school now, I, I used to, I mean, and they already knew in training camp. I said, if any of y'all decide to, what a nene, whatever these dancers are called right now, you got to work with me on it. You got a problem. You go with me. When you, as soon as you get to the sideline, you're going to already know you messed up because it is not going down while I'm on watch. And they be like, okay. <laughs> I'm well, like, they're starting to figure hey. out now too that they're starting to figure out now too that like seven on seven isn't a good representation of of of, of like a passing game in, in football, no. right? No. And so you saw you see a lot of these routes, and it's like, dude, there's there's no such thing as a five second route in 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 football. Like, you, <laughs> I don't know, right. I don't know what the hell we're looking at, but right. anyway, we, we we'll talk about it for days, man. I do want to talk. Can. about We can. We go this. forever, but I know this. Uh, I there, saw this one. Uh, go a, Husker. There's here. a dude. There's a dude that, that I don't know if he still plays or not. He played with Tennessee. Yeah, uh, he's, a he's a Titan. He's a yeah, Husker. Yeah. He's a linebacker. Okay. Oh, he side. is. Okay, so yeah, he's a, he's he he does busting with the boys. Uh, um, with uh with their with their left tackle. It's a great show. They started doing this podcast where they were they were basically <clears throat> the offensive line and like we did this in in Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, you have like yep. a bus or an RV or something like that, and you just hang out during during breaks during training camp. Oh, okay. They started okay. doing a podcast during these breaks. It was genius, right? And these guys, these guys, oh, yeah. super super personable yeah. guys. Like you do oh, really that would have well. been awesome if y'all did that. It yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We we were well, we were all five of y'all. Oh my but God. so so the the fella from I think it was Michigan's pro day like tore his ACL during training, and there was no mm -hmm. sympathy, and obviously people didn't know how hurt he was, and it was it was a bad look, right? Mm -hmm. So. <clears throat> Will Compton said today that he broke his leg during a during a uh, a drill in Tennessee, and he 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 gave Vrabel a shout out of saying like they didn't even move the drill. They just said, "Can we just get somebody in?" There's not a pussy. Yep, <laughs> going. And I was like, "I've never because I've you've never heard anything ever bad for, about Vrabel, man." Because Vrabel's like I love Vrabel, and right, he's a player. Know, I mean, he's yeah, the, he's, probably a, the, he's an ex guy uh, and the whole thing. Yeah, and like you don't know contextually if he was like. Just giving this do Will Compton track shit or whatever, but oh man, I was like, dude, that is a it was a brutal statement. It was a top, it was definitely a top rope macho man elbow, man, from the top rope where he dropped it like yeah. Bro, 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 bro. This guy was acting like can we get this, can we get somebody who's not a pussy. <laughs> oh, wow. Is it uh maybe brutal. it's because Nebraska's in the Big Ten now? Is it maybe because of that? Oh, that could <laughs> be because he's a he's an old stater. We you know, Buckeye yeah. Huskers. It ain't no rivalry because right now we're getting destroyed, destroyed no. by the Buckeyes. So I don't know if it's that, but yeah, that's cold blooded right there. That's <laughs> hey, you know what that, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked to hear that. A little shock. I mean, it's football, but if I heard that, oh, I'm so mad. I'm about to kill the. If I'm not, well, that's if, what I'm saying. If it's true, if it was true and it was like it was like uh, dismissive, it's terrible. But if it if it wasn't if it's not true and it was he was like you know contextually he was just like giving him shit because he didn't think he broke his leg right right but then then it's like dude you're a, you're kind of a dick for bringing that up you know what I mean like, right some, like someone said, looks bad here someone looks bad here right like I said if it wasn't an injury involved it might have been a fight you know because I'm like he's running around on a broke leg and he's talking okay what uh, what what 
I took, I, I, kinda, I took it as a guy probably didn't understand that he was he was actually like had a yeah, yes. like you know I, I, I'd give, I would give Rabel the benefit of the doubt there. Just, we got we better we got to we got to yeah man. Okay. And then this All last right. one, dude. I I, I don't know yeah, if this is get off my lawn or not. I was just I'm kind of rooting for Seattle. I'm rooting for the Seahawks because you remember when the Seahawks came in and Pete Carroll like he brought his USC idea. He's like we're gonna draft yep. guys who want to change the game. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna let them play early. Right, we're gonna run them on a four-year cycle, just like college. We're gonna coach them up. We're gonna let them play, let them make mistakes. And if we get the right, if we draft the right guys and develop the right guys, we're gonna be champions. And they did it. It worked. Of course, they got a quarterback in the third round who nobody thought was gonna be as good as he was. Mm-hmm. Of course, they got Richard Sherman. They got Earl Thomas. They got Cam Chancellor. They got Bobby White. I mean, they had guys mm-hmm. that were Michael Bennett. They had dudes that were just yeah. real legitimate, like Hall Players. of Fame caliber ballers. Yeah, ballers. And so. Obviously, there's a timeline there where you got to keep them in play. You pay them contracts, the whole, but now they're reloading, right? Like to me, this is like if and Pete Carroll's 70 years old or 71 years old. Does he have the energy to do this? I think it sounds like he does, but mm-hmm. I just love the way that he approaches the game. Like, okay, we're going to draft and develop, draft and develop, and if our guys get if our guys pay well, they're going to get paid, right? And we're gonna, we'll run through another cycle. We'll see how it goes. And they're just like they're talking about Drew Locke up there. He's like, hey man, Drew Lock had it. Drew Lock was four and one his rookie year when he started five games. He was balling. They've got a new offensive coordinator. Then you know he mm-hmm. started playing poorly. They got another one. He started playing poorly. Blah 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 blah. He got benched. Teddy Bridgewater's there. He's a safer bet. All this stuff, and it's like they're ba- he's basically saying like I, you know, I th- I think we got we might have the right guy. I'm gonna yeah. give him a chance to play. Right. Mm-hmm. He's still he's still got Gino there. Give him a chance to play. But just the idea of okay, we've got like Bobby's gone. Russell's gone. We're gonna draft some guys. We have draft picks, <laughs> right? They got a they got a bag for Russell. Yeah. So we're gonna take these guys and we're gonna reload and do it again, man. I, I just it, it, NFC West is a tough division. I'd love to see them in, in a year from now, man. I think they're gonna be a good team again. I said I just think that that's a great organization. I think he's a great coach, and I'm rooting mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I met thinking I could count on one hand how many times I met uh, Pete Carroll, but every time. Great, great man. I could tell. I was like, it was a coach I knew I could play for once I met him. And yeah. I was just seeing, seeing in some of the documentation, you know, him having a basketball hoop in the meeting. So guys get bored, you know, whatever. You know, he has well, fun. He's the model, right? Like, right, they, right. everyone's stolen from him. Every, right. all, I, every coach in the league, like, how many how many basketball hoops are in the, are in, in meeting rooms now? Exactly. Like, like a 10. lot. Yeah. Right. And they're, you know, so I got, I got a ping pong table. <laughs> <laughs> in my in my area for gaming so let's tell you because you, you gotta let the like it's serious but you gotta have that time to kind of you know something to do where it kind of distracts from that some of that stress some of that pressure that we put on ourselves to be good to be great so every now and then you need that little release like that moment and especially when it's coming from the coaches it makes it a lot easier because then they're like oh okay but it's still serious you know we still got a ball out we got to do this we're going to have fun doing it and I like the way, because also the way he would warm up, the way they warmed up there, they kind of go real fast through all the bags. Everybody has a football. They're going, huh, huh, huh. and I saw uh, the, co- the coaches are, are at, they're out of their minds. They're going right. so much it's, energy. And I saw the Huskers. So I went to spring ball last week and uh, back home yep. and I saw Scott and them doing the same little drills that they oh, were they doing were, in Seattle yep. 10 years ago. I was like, USC. Oh. It was actually USC. They were doing they USC. USC. Yeah, yeah. starting at I mean, NC, follow him to, yeah. to Seattle. But now we got the Huskers doing it. I'm pretty sure other D1s are doing it, you oh. know, that are, are trying to replicate what Pete Carroll as a coach, head coach, and then his coaches, you know, I brought to a facility is having that 
you that that youthfulness, being excited, being geek. Like you said, trying to change. The, when you say to a player, you want to change the world, you know, you, it's like, like, huh? What you say? Like, you know, that coach is like thinking on a whole. You know, be like, huh? I just want to play yep. football. Like, you want to change? Yep. No, no, no. You want to play football, but you want to do you want to change stuff or how you play football or how we play football? That's kind of how the conversation. I'm pretty sure he has with with uh with Russ or Bobby, any of the players that he had, or even the guys he was recruiting out of college. It's like you gotta come, you gotta be a recruiter, you gotta say stuff, but then you gotta back it up too. And I believe he did that. And he definitely did that because of the teams that he coached, national titles and Super Bowls. So, Pete Carroll, that's awesome, awesome dude. So Funny, the, I think the Funny last thing dude. we got to talk about here, man, is is, is uh. Now that Devonte is with Oakland or the Las Vegas Raiders, yeah, that AFC that AFC West is, I mean, it's nasty. That's murderer's row. Is is it is it is the new black and blue blue division? I'm like, I mean, you Cleo you Mack? could make an argument. Oof. Could you make an argument that I, I the Raiders aren't they're they're not the worst team in that? I mean, so the Broncos are probably the worst team in the division, right? Yes. Probably they're probably prob- the worst team in the division. You think the Chargers are probably the best team in the division now? I mean, if you're projecting with Herbert a little bit, with the with the additions that they just brought in, they just got the, the guy from the Patriots. Uh, they just brought in um, uh, uh, the opposite of Joey Bosa. They brought in uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, hold on, I'm gonna get to the depth chart right now. Help you out a little bit here. So defensively, they got Bosa, and then. Uh, yeah, Ken, Kenneth Murray Jr. Uh, Who's on the opposite of Bosa, though? They just brought in um, big name. Oh, oh, uh, Amen. He has a long name. Oh, Obang, Obang something. I don't <laughs> want to mess it. It's a long name. It's, I'll say it's Amen, Og, and then uh, Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack. Yeah. Cleo Mack. Yeah, is they brought it. Yeah, I, I, I'm an idiot. I can't. Of course, he just left the Bears. So I, I forgot yeah. who he was. <laughs> All right. But they got Cleo uh, Mack in. They brought Jenkins in from uh, from the Patriots. Like they're they have their defense, dude. If if their safety can stay healthy, yeah, that kid that that kid is a difference maker, man. Yeah. And so offensively, they're going to continue Herbert. to develop on the offensive line. They got a cornerstone yeah. in Rashawn and Slater from for you know the next ten years. They've got a quarterback who's got an absolute cannon. He can run. He's just, I mean, Man, him and Pat Mahomes are one and one A in that division right now. Yeah, and then yeah. probably the best talent on offense is probably the Raiders now that Devontae's there. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, he, right? I mean, you no, honestly, getting yeah. older. Tyree Kill's unbelievable. But I, I just, I don't know. I've always thought Derek Carr is like wildly underrated. And yeah, I agree. You know, and I just think you you, you talk about Joseph, but then you know we, we talk about uh, we talk about Waller being a, a top four receiving tight end in the league. Big body can stretch the defense. Can he'll, yes, he'll throw his body around the run physical, game as well. It's physical and will block. And then the and then the two arguably the two best route runners in the league on the same team now. Like you got to be joking, dude! Like that that is an absolute monster to overcome if you're another you got to play like each each one of those teams has six afc west games a year i mean you hope they're just cannibalizing each other right but that's basically like battle tested yeah think about how battle tested those guys are when they get in you can make the argument that all four of those teams are are in the uh, playoffs next year with with the 17 playoff true that's a that's a problem that'd be a prop that'd be a nice prop to go i mean you think about the afc east that'd be one team right I mean, unless the unless unless McDaniel's has the Dolphins playing out of their mind, right? And AFC South probably not. 
And then North really, I mean, you North think about you know, Tennessee. Is Pittsburgh, maybe. is Pittsburgh really going to be that good with uh, you know, with, with, uh, the, with the moves they've made so far? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think knows? so. Cle- I mean, obviously, look, Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland. Cleveland, that's interesting. It's still, it's all interesting. Yeah, man. Let's see what happens there. All right, that, Cle- that, that Deshaun Watson did. What do you think about that, Ag? Holy hell! <sighs> well, the money wise is uh, is unbelievable. I mean, not unbelievable. It's just wow. Is, that's why I was like, wow. I wasn't expecting a team to put that much money into him. I figured he would get paid. I would figure he'd get some good money. But I well, never top thought, five money. Top five yeah, money. Exactly. Yeah. But I knew I just figured I just assume what I always what, what, what when in history of players having baggage, like he yeah. has baggage, unfortunately, that it might hit his pockets a little bit. But obviously it didn't. <laughs> He's getting all that 230 guaranteed. So I'm like, and the, okay. And the one they thing, must know the one thing they, they mu- could take. Go ahead. They must know something behind the scenes that we don't know. So obviously, well, take the one like, thing that they did though. That, here's the thing that's kind of like smells. It just exactly doesn't even, smell right. Right. Let, let's not even get into like you know the 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 22 civils. It's like you and I. Who who knows? Yeah. Right? But yep. here's the thing that's nuts to me, man. They did. They said they did all this dude. Of course, they have to come out and say all this stuff, right? Correct. And listen, PT. we all know you PT. and I know for you and I know they're going like, oh my God, he's the best. He is the 26 or 27 year old top four, top five quarterback in the league that is a free that is available for the first time ever. Like, when's the last time that happened? So, of course, you're, they're, they're going to do whatever they can. They haven't had a good quarterback. I can't even remember when they had a good quarterback, the, the Cleveland Browns. So, I get like, we get it, right? Bernie Kozart. <laughs> okay. So, that's a, and that could be a stretch. Right, that's a but not, not like the, not like this. He ain't good like this guy's good. So you yeah. talking about yeah, almost forty years ago? He ain't good like this guy's good. Correct. But but here's the thing: they his base salary his first year is a million dollars. Right, it's nothing. It's off the cap. That, right? That's it. So if they if they if they suspend him first, you know, everyone thinks six games. What is he? It's four hundred grand. Right. Okay. I mean, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah, he, he's it, good. It's, it's on the one hand. On the one hand, it's like okay, we did our due diligence and everything, and and they're like. On the other hand, it's like, and it just it just feels weird, doesn't it? Like twenty two civil lawsuits pending. Right. Very it just weird. Feels weird. Like it's it just very awkward and weird. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be happy for him, but I can't. You know, it's just like the, the Texans don't look bad, right? Casario came in for the Patriots, and like they've done everything wrong since they go. Those guys got there from, in the public eye, at least in Houston. That's where they look at it. But dude, oh, they got really? three ones, so they gave Watson in a fifth. They gave yeah. up three ones, the next three first round picks, a third in twenty twenty three, and I want to say a fourth in twenty twenty four. Okay, that's a haul. I like that. Is an, and you could make the argument that Davis Mills. The dude who they or David Mills, the, the third round pick from last year from Stanford. Yeah, dude, he might be the first quarterback off the board this year. Like he's a good, like I watched him last year. He's a good player. Yeah, third yeah. round pick, right? Had some issues, injury issues in college, so it, it kind of <clears throat> dropped his draft status. But they they got two book in tackles. They got they, they need they need a uh, they need a wide receiver. Like they need guys, but they have a ton of draft cap. They went from having no draft capital. They're right. having a ton of draft capital. I said that's probably the best thing the Texans done and since I've been a part of the Texans. I'll say that. 
right, man. You got it. Man, for real. Hey, you want to do this read? I know you're not excited about it. Let's knock this read I don't know. Which one is it? What do we got to read now? The one uh, at the bottom under- The multivitamins? Yes, multivitamins. Actually, I like this. Is I I use this stuff. I like me too. Yeah, I'm using it now. A ton of people take, you know. Listen, what one this this stuff called athletic greens. One one scoop of this athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. So they support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system. They give you energy, focus, recovery, um, anti aging. So it's lifestyle friendly. It fits a wide a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar. There's no chemicals, no artificial anything. So reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. It's super easy. Um, we do it. We actually do it every morning. Like Me I too. have the kid. My, my wife lays out kids' vitamins. We have the superfood scoop. We just put it in, shake it up. I shotgun it because I'm just like I'm lazy. I don't want to. I don't want to taste it. I just shotgun. I put it in my mouth. Like put some water, swish it around, yeah. and knock it back. <clears throat> just it's so easy. One year supply. They're going to give you one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D. Five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. And again, athleticgreens.com/believe. Now I have to say this real quickly. So here we go. Ready? Deep breath. These statements have not been evaluated the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens take ownership of your health. Boom. Not bad. Not bad, man. Good job. I was actually here. I, you were clear. I could hear every word here at, at the end. <laughs> so uh, to wrap up the show real quick, we got uh, my, a kid I used to train. He is now one of the starting receivers for the Minnesota Vikings. K.J. Osborne was a uh, transfer porter, portal uh, wide receiver from Buffalo went down to the U. Um, in his uh, he graduated early and was able to transfer portal down and play in Miami his last year. And it lives in Miami now, so he'll be on the air with us next week. And uh, so before I do the big send off for both of us, this show is also presented by the first sponsor advertisement, Bet Online. So thank you, Bet Online, for that. And so for all hey, of thanks, our shows, Bet Online. Yep, appreciate you, appreciate you. So. You can find me on Instagram right there on the screen. I'm on Green TV is all one word and Twitter. That's both my Instagram and Twitter account. And so, Mike, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, check it out. MikeWall68 on Twitter, process to perform at Instagram. AG, a pleasure as always, man. We'll uh, see you next time. All right, see you next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The drive to go further and reach higher. The same thing that inspires you, inspires us. At Strayer University, we're always searching for new ways to make education more affordable. That's why we offer access to up to 10 no-cost gen ed courses to help you save time and money so you can keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. 
No cost gen ads provided by Strayer University affiliates of Field Learning. Eligibility rules apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.